0: Syncing it up is going to be y'all's problem.
1: Yeah, Actually, that's Joseph's problem.
0: That's Joseph's
1: problem. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But he likes doing that, apparently.
2: Hello, and welcome to Huzzah, a show about D&D beyond the rules. We teach new players how to play while entertaining veteran players. Basically, we're talking about everything except the rules and the dice. We're so glad you're here, and we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Our heroes have returned the crown. But it is revealed to have been cursed. Evidence points to a drow plot. The heroes bring the crown to Elwyn Glowstrider, a member of the Druid Council. But before the curse can be examined, they have come under attack.
0: The trip mostly okay. Right? Oh yeah, they're actually doing really well, and at some point you might hear them in the background screaming because I closed to the door. <laughs> um, and they don't like that. Uh, <laughs> and I know it. if they do get upset, it it will pick up on this.
2: That's okay. I we we like that to have all of the yeah. We like to have all the background noise. And the like problems, this
0: good, pile, it like right behind me. Where the blanket mm-hmm. is, that is uh, where they hang out when we're using the computer. Ah, mm-hmm. and they're denied their right place. Yeah, and now suddenly the rules are different, everything is different, it's not fair. It's all wrong. They don't understand.
2: Well, right. okay, I won't sidetrack the conversation anymore, even though I wanted to want to you want to introduce the topic? Uh, yes. So, oh, quick side note this mm. probably won't be in in the show either but jessica said that she could come on again and i was like don't play with me woman I w- she's like i could be a series <laughs> regular i'm like i'll take
0: you up on this this, is my, this is my show now
2: my show now so what was the secondary thing it was like different types of rp yeah because i
0: actually i have very very little experience with tabletop roleplay play uh oh. or d like we've played in two campaigns they didn't finish we we were not invited back uh, probably cool. for reasons of today's topic. <laughs> uh, but we mostly... Uh, I mean, Dewan doesn't roleplay much anymore, but I'm still a little bit active in it, of uh, online text-based role play. Okay. Oh, slick. So it's just a different kind of way to come at it, and there are some things that are very similar and some things that are very different.
1: Right. That, is that would cool. be a
2: cool topic. I... So... I would really like to have you on again yeah. to discuss that particular one, because I don't think I, I have, like, absolutely no experience doing text to, um, like, text roleplay. Yeah,
0: and there's, like, all kinds if- of different places that it's done, and, like, each site has its own secret rules and culture. It gets very oh, complicated. Oh. I think I
1: dabbled in it in college, but never got serious.
2: So you guys are like the cool kids that I always wanted to be, but I didn't know enough computer to do it. Like I didn't oh, no. know enough to like find the secret well, computer. Cool. <laughs> oh no, it's uh,
0: it's definitely not the cool kids. <laughs> we I, we are not cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I think you're awesome. We just going to deal with it.
0: I mean, you know, um, everyone is cool in their own way, and everybody is beautiful, and we all have wonderful, positive qualities that we need to embrace. But like, also, we are. Spending a lot of time sitting alone on the computer in the dark, (laughs) pretending to be something. Like, playing fake Barbies. So...
2: (laughs) In the glow of the computer light. No other lights on in the house. You kind
0: of just... That's why I have to wear glasses, is because I spent too long (laughs) in the dark on the computer.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I don't mean to disparage, like, everybody who does this. I'm just disparaging myself. I want people to know (laughs) that. Um, Yeah. It's mostly... I don't... And, and Dwan, I guess, because he also did the same thing. But it's mostly, I'm oh, just talking eh. shit about myself. <laughs> can I swear? Is that okay? Sure. We can bleep yeah, me.
1: We, we can yeah. bleep stuff.
2: Yeah, we we had some swearing in our last one that was kind of unexpected. And for that reason, it was pretty funny because the guy started off kind of normal. And then he was like... What the bleepity black, bleep, black, black. Like, I just sort of, like, this whole stream of, like, ever-increasing like, yeah. profanity. It was kind of funny.
0: And I've been, oh, yeah. I've been trying to get caught up on your podcast, but I did uh, not get through um, the last one in time. So, no I worries. only kind of know what's going on.
1: Well, it's okay. Good, we didn't That's actually... Perfect. We didn't play on yeah, last the last time we didn't play anyway. We just kind of had a conversation oh, okay. with uh, Joseph and called random people... On the phone, so okay. it was kind of all fun. right.
2: So you're caught up on the um, on the campaign. story part. You're caught up. Yeah, nice, sweet. Um, oh, so today's topic.
1: You want to introduce the guest first, and then introduce topic, or however you want to do it.
2: Yes. Oh yeah, Jessica. Do you have any handles or anything? Like, do you want us to talk about your art and stuff?
0: Oh no. uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, she says. No, I am a mystery woman. I am a secret. If anyone finds me and connects my online life to my real life, I will immediately fake my death. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's great. Oh, I kind of wanted to talk about how awesome your art is and how I have I, a couple pieces by you. You can. Uh, there's
0: like two things on my art Instagram, so you can plug that if you want. There's not a lot to see. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Uh, uh, I should put this down and not click it right into the microphone. Oh no! Don't, don't worry about it. Mm.
1: <laughs> you'll you'll hear my keyboard throughout the evening.
0: Yeah, you'll probably
2: hear things shifting because all of our stuff is like on a table mm-hmm. and yeah,
1: on
0: her. I rolled. Anyway, I rolled her kitchen cart in here so I had something to roll dice on. <laughs> I love it. Ingenuity, <laughs> and my in friend. It's in a shoebox lid.
1: I love it.
2: Sweet. All right. Yeah, you gotta have something to keep it from messing up your tabletop.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, let's see. So we have the intro that we're going to record later. Blah, blah, blah. Huzzah. Huzzah. Um, (laughs) Huzzah.
1: huzzah. (laughs) Exactly.
2: And we are going to talk about um, how to play a jerk character without being a jerk player. Right?
1: Right. That's what I think.
2: Yes. Sweet.
0: That's what I expected to talk about. So if you change it up (laughs) on me, then I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen.
2: She's like, then I don't know. Um. I gotta admit Jessica was awesome and she was trying to be all repaired she's like we should totally like brainstorm talking points and stuff and I'm like basically I'm relying on you
0: Uh, well I mean I I was your manager I want to manage things
2: okay do it do it (laughs) yeah Jessica and I used to work together she's really lovely and awesome and then she moved away to Oklahoma
0: (laughs) Well, before I moved, we didn't work together anymore, which is a whole other conversation.
2: It's true. I got that go. (sighs) But I I mean, so did
0: I eventually. Everyone did.
2: In my experience, playing a jerk character tends to bleed over. Like, the other players tend to not like you so much. Uh, So... I suppose, do you have any particular strategies or anything that you like to use to, um, I don't know, I suppose for separate character separation and stuff?
0: Well, I think it's um, really important to remember that in any role-playing game, uh, however you're coming at it, it's essentially collaborative storytelling. And mm-hmm. you need to recognize that how do I want to say this? I feel like there can be an instinct to want to have your character kind of be the main hero or not even the hero, but kind oh, of the yeah. star. And like, you just get excited and wrapped up and you want to do cool things and you want to say cool things and you want to find cool mm-hmm. things. And that's not how it's actually going to work out once you're at the table with a bunch of other people because everybody wants to have those experiences and everybody wants to kind of have their turn. And you kind of really need to keep in mind that you're here to have fun and you're here to have your character play out things that are fun for you to do and you want to enjoy the experience, but it's a group activity and so it needs Mm -hmm. to also be something that's going to be fun for the group and something that's yeah. going to contribute to that collaborative storytelling effort. Like, if I'm playing a character and my whole thing is like, yeah, I'm just a jerk for no reason. I'm just like chaotic evil. What are you going to do? Come at me, bro. And then we're yeah. in the middle of a tense diplomatic situation and a puppy walks in and I'm like, I kick the puppy, natural 20, puppy exploded. Like that's, uh, that's definitely being a jerk character. And that mm-hmm. is chaotic and arguably evil, but it doesn't do anything to contribute to what your goal is. And mm. when you're trying to play a character, there are different ways of being a jerk. Ah. And, you know, cause some people, some characters can be a jerk, like, I'm just kind of selfish and I want to do my own thing and I don't care what happens to you. And some want to be a jerk like, I made eye contact, I'm going to stab you and try and steal your gold. And some mm-hmm. characters just want to be... I guess like uh They just want to pretend like they're Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. And...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the... Um, I actually, I brought a source that I would like to cite hey. um, that don't I thought you. would... Really tie into this conversation. Um, its uh, original post was by a Tumblr user going by the name Mindful Wrath, uh, where they broke down different ways to re- a different way to read the alignment chart. Uh-huh. Uh, so lawful rules matter more to me than individuals. Chaotic individuals matter more to me than rules. Good others' well-being is more important than my own. Evil, my own well-being, is more important than other people's. Neutral, my opinion of what is more important is determined on a case-by-case basis. So a lawful good's guiding moral philosophy might be, I follow the rules because the rules keep people safe, even if they are sometimes inconvenient or harmful to me or other individuals. A chaotic evil character's guiding moral philosophy would be like, screw the rules and screw you. End quotation. So I think a lot of people – I keep saying a lot of people. I don't know these people. I don't Mm. know the numbers here. Some people might come to a table and say, I want to be chaotic evil. I'm going to wave a chainsaw around and kill all my party members and take all the loot and totally derail the plot because that's what evil does. Mm. But that's not really what evil does. Like, even in Mm. fiction – your villains have a purpose. They have a guiding mm-hmm. situation. So it's not, I'm going to come here and I'm just going to do the most evil stuff I can think of. You want to have your character doing things that make sense for your character to do. Mm-hmm. Um mm. So maybe I show up and I'm like, I have a chaotic evil character. And then we're in that tense diplomatic situation and a puppy walks in and everyone kind of braces themselves because, oh, God, the chaotic evil character (laughs) is going to kick that puppy so hard it explodes. (laughs) But my character is chaotic evil, but like had really fun memories of their dog in their childhood and has a soft, soft, soft spot for puppies and just adopts the puppy. And it's great. (laughs) It's not about... I want to play a jerk character, so I'm going to be as jerky as I can all the time. Mm, And even jerks in real life aren't jerks all the time. That's so much energy. They'd get so tired. Mm. Oh, that's so true. Um, But for example... And feel free to jump in with any follow-up questions you want, because I can just talk Mm -hmm. and talk and talk and talk and talk, Mm -hmm. and I will never get to any point.
2: No, I'm just over here being so impressed of, like, you're so eloquent and well-spoken, and you just had this all thought out. Please Mm -hmm. carry on. Um,
0: so let me try and think of maybe another... So you want to come at it like I said, it's a collaborative effort and you want to have fun with what you're doing, but you also, you know, you want the people you're with to have fun too. And you want to have fun with what the DM is creating and you want it to be an enjoyable experience for your entire group Mm -hmm. and any kind of alignment can be a jerk character. I've been talking about chaotic evil. I pretty much only play jerk characters um, And they are always chaotic neutral, whether I mean for them to be or not. It's just how it happens, because whenever right. I get kind of tired and your D&D session runs late, I just okay. turn into a horrible little gremlin that wants to ruin everything. Okay. And chaotic neutral happens. Even to the best wasn't
2: of that, us. Wasn't that what happened when you were... a uh... Tabaxi, and then you were the group leader. Yes, I feel like um, I that,
0: was, that was like a one-shot. We did it in a couple of sessions, and um, <clears throat> it was a very poorly thought-out party. <laughs> we had a lot of fun, but we also did not plan according to, like, how can we get anything done in this situation, because <laughs> um, my character was a Tabaxi bard based on Kanye West. And um, <laughs> I love it. We also had a, a half orc who just really liked cats. And then nice. a cleric who was part of a cat worshiping religion. And so, oh. because both of their backstories had stuff like, I like cats, they just kind of, the entire party came together because they just started following my tabaxi bard around. <laughs> because cat. <laughs>
2: I love that so much. And I was a
0: chaotic neutral cat, and I picked chaotic neutral because I was trying to play her as much like an actual cat as I could. Uh, Which meant that we had to split it into two sessions because the first session was like, here's your quest. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go hunt birds and take a nap. And nobody told me not to. I can't tell you how much that just tickles me. I love it. So on the second session, they had to bring in like other players who would like oh, no. do something to kind of guide yeah. us because we were all perfectly happy just running around ignoring the quest and betting on horse races and yeah. it was a mess. Yeah. So and your DM was like, "Dude, what?" what? the D- yeah. the DM was just like, "Oh, bless your heart, yeah. bless your little cat heart." <laughs> And I think, I mean, the DM at this point, like, it was someone I have known for years. So, like, she should have known better. (laughs)
2: But. (laughs) But, however, and furthermore.
0: So, that was also a situation looking back. At the time, it was fun. I was just kind of doing my best because due to time zones, because we were playing over a Skype call, and we had people in all kinds of different time zones. So for my, oh my. time zone, it was very late. I was very mm-hmm. sleepy. You know we had to get up early for that job.
2: Oh, golly,
0: yeah. Um, and I, I had been drinking a little bit. <laughs> so I was tired, I was a little tipsy, and I and a cat. was not being conscientious of the collaborative storytelling effort and making things good for the group. And Mm -hmm. so I would say in that situation, I was definitely being a jerk player uh, Mm -hmm. because I was not keeping in mind what's going to be fun for everybody, what's going to be good for the story, how are we going to progress and and get to our point. And I wouldn't say it was all me. We all came in just kind of with characters that didn't really have a motivation and didn't really have a reason to do any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So like I said, it was just kind of a poorly thought out party. Um, but I think when you are intentionally wanting to play a jerk character, and you want to come to the table, and you kind of want to be this nasty little gremlin wrecking stuff, wrecking stuff. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, (laughs) No worries. You kind of have to be like extra mindful of reading the room and the situation, and um, being open to communication and and being redirected. And you got to be really open for, like I said earlier, a lot of people want their character to do the cool things and be the cool guy. And mm-hmm. if you're coming to the table and you want to be a jerk and you're part of this collective experience, you are almost definitely not going to be the cool one. You're going to turn yes. into the like butt of the joke real fast. Because... Yeah you have to kind of accept that if things go your character's way, if things go like your way, nothing is going to get done. Yeah. And no one's going to go anywhere and no one's going to have a good time. So you are kind of like the mid-boss that's going to be there to be thwarted. Hmm. Uh That's pretty cool. And you you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with things not going according to your plan or your character's plan. Mm -hmm. Which is part of why I enjoy playing jerk characters, because um, I like coming to the table and throwing out plans that are just ridiculous. Or maybe they're just Mm. bad plans, and somebody needs to say, no, that's bad. (laughs) Uh, That's a terrible idea. We're not going to do it. Because if we do follow my plans, and sometimes it happens... That my character does get their way it goes bad, mm. <laughs> <are so> bad. <laughs> because I have a jerk character who comes up with jerk ideas
2: <laughs> yeah that's really lovely though like I had um, I mean the way you put it I had never really thought about um, jerk characters in that way like I, I guess because I, I typically don't play I mean, haven't really been in a whole lot of campaigns anyhow, but I typically don't play uh, I'm usually like chaotic good or something and I guess I had never really actually thought about a way to separate um, your character in that way from yourself and so thinking about your your character, like you said, kind of being a mid-boss and having all these like random and kind of weird plans that probably aren't that great sort of working against the party like as your character but keeping in mind as a person that as you said it is a collective experience you're telling a story together and every story does need friction or a bad guy or something like that sometimes it comes from within the party and sometimes not what I'm trying to just say is I really like the way you put it
0: and there is um I do want to come back and touch on what you said about uh, uh, friction within the party because mm-hmm. you do have to be cognizant of who at the table is okay with doing this intercharacter character friction and, and conflict because people have different tolerance levels like maybe mm. if we were all in the same party and Jeff and I had characters and we had a backstory where like our families had a lot of beef. And it was building to a head and we were going to fight to the death. And like, fight, fight, we fight. thought this was rad. And like, Jocelyn's character was really not okay with this. And Jocelyn herself maybe was not comfortable with this level of interparty conflict. That's something mm-hmm. that we all would need mm-hmm. to be aware of. And as the players, even though our characters, it would be in character based on their motivations to fight to the death even though we're part of the same party and ostensibly have the same goals, the, play- the characters are going to do whatever we tell them to do because they're not real right. people. We are in charge of them. So yeah. it's up to us, out of character, to come up with solutions so that things can progress smoothly in character for everyone. Uh, and you have to really be mindful of, you know yeah, maybe something makes sense for your character, but there are multiple ways to go about solving a problem and there are multiple options that might make sense for your character. Like, maybe no, it's come too far and Jeff and I have to murder each other in ritual combat and there's no turning back now and then uh, there's an outside force that intervenes and sort of derails it and de-escalates it. Or um... You know, we let another party member, maybe Jocelyn's character, uh, is very good at mediation and talking people down and being a good listener. And so we just all have a therapy session and work out our problems instead. Yay. There's so many w- different ways to handle any situation. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many different times to be a jerk. It do- it's mm-hmm. you can't just be a jerk and I'm going to keep saying jerk because that's kind of the topic we introduced and I'm trying the to theme. keep my language as clean as I can um, but you know an, a person who is antagonistic they're not going to be that way all the time and right. there are multiple ways to be antagonistic and there are multiple character types that might be antagonistic, like the cliche of the lawful good paladin who's so up his own butt that <laughs> <laughs> he, he won't let anybody else have any fun. That's a jerk mm-hmm. character. And uh, yeah. I know the cliche is like, oh no, a paladin in our party. Ugh. But if you have a, a player who's very mindful of how the characters are going to be interacting and how to progress the story, While still keeping true to the essence of that character, everyone can still have a good time. You just need to have that flexibility Mm -hmm. out of character to sort of not let your plans happen or go a different direction. Or maybe somebody didn't mean to make a jerk character. And their character ends up being a jerk because they keep saying, I can definitely do this thing and then rolling a one and everything goes terrible. And maybe they do that 15 times in a row and their character is now just a jerk, even though they never meant it to happen and they just wanted to play a tiny pirate. Though that
2: sounds personal. (laughs) It
0: it is a little personal.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They just wanted to be a tiny pirate, a pirate of minuscule proportions.
0: And then dice happen. And then dice happen. And even though you're a pirate and you should know how to steer a boat, suddenly you don't know how to steer a boat and everyone's drowning. And it wasn't really your fault, but it was kind of your fault. Oh, no. So
2: it kind of sounds like the more I think about it, uh, that this is the next level. Like, I know we've talked about um, in D&D. Sorry, I realize I sound a little weird, but it's because I'm hearing myself through headphones and that's kind of bothering me. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we've talked about D and D. Like it's it's so very flexible, and that's one of the great joys and sometimes downfalls of D and D. And it sounds like in order to play a jerk character without being a jerk player, one, as you said, you need to be very flexible as your player self to you know to not be that person who always wants to be in the middle and be doing the cool thing and have have your plan happen. So. Uh, your group needs to be really in sync kind of f- promoting friendships whatever mm-hmm. and then um, being flexible within the world like i know when i first started playing d d it was really I, I really thought of it like a, a video game or like a board game like you have maybe two choices it's like you go down this path and the path forks and you go one way or you go the other way but in d you could turn around and be like, hmm, how's the fishing in this area? Exactly. Like,
0: it's you've- not, um, you know, you've, you're going to have your quest and your goals, but it's not really something that you can sit down and win. Right. And you have to be okay that you're not going to win this game. You're not going to win this conversation. You're not going to win these fights. And you personally, maybe your character gets emotionally invested you don't need to be as emotionally invested in this because it's just a game. You're here with friends. You're here to have fun. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, maybe emotions do run kind of high because you get like really into a scene or you're really connected to your character and it strikes a personal chord. And maybe like some conflict can feel like it's striking a little close to home. But you really need to take a step back and remind yourself... My character is not me. Their character yeah. is not them. There's a separation mm. happening here. None of this needs to be For personal. Sure. If somebody is bringing their personal issues to a game and using their character to attack somebody else, like that's going to be a problem. That needs to be a yeah. whole conversation away from the table. Mm-hmm.
2: DM Jeff, you want to? Have you ever had to
0: deal with that? Has Jocelyn ever been a problem? You can tell us. No. Yeah, Jeff.
2: (laughs) Um, Think carefully.
1: (laughs) I've only had to deal with jerk characters and a little minimal exposure Uh, in my big group where I have seven players. I have a couple that are playing jerkish characters. And they're more jerkish in the fact that they have selfish motivations, and two of them are cursed. three of them are cursed so they're evil by the curse which amplifies their motivations making them more selfish but uh beauty part is they're all good storytellers which helps them keep the story moving without being jerk players right and uh they i know they have a separate chat in between sessions they're constantly talking about what their character is going to do going forward so that there's no shock surprises um although we did have one of a, a very pleasant surprise it was one of the jerk characters has actually learned from his actions and made a change because he had a pivotal moment and that was that was really fun to see um as a storytelling aspect you can use a jerk character to make that they have that big moment with a change in direction for your character as he learns from his mistakes. Mm.
0: Yeah, and I think being willing to have your character learn from what they're doing and what reactions they're getting is very important. Your jerk character may not be a jerk character forever. No. And having that, um, like you said, the players are having contact between sessions and talking about that. I think that's very important, too, is to have those conversations out of character away from the situation and kind of touch base with like all right, well this is what my character did this is what my character might do Mm -hmm. and some things you don't want to ruin the surprise and some things are just going to happen in the moment but as long as you have that history of communication and everybody can feel comfortable bringing things um, to those conversations and, and honestly speaking about what their limits are,
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: things can go a lot smoother. And For if sure. um, if something your character wants to do really does not fit with uh, within another player's comfort levels, uh, and I'm, I'm speaking about the player themselves, not the character, because maybe the character's like, I don't like murder! And the player's like, I love murder! <laughs> and Absolutely. then you need to call the police, but first you need to finish the session. Um, the What matters more than the game you have happening and the characters they have going on and what your character is trying to accomplish is how these people that you are with, that you are here to have a good time with, you know what their actual boundaries are and what their comfort levels are and what's going to keep it fun for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. And if something you want to do butts up against somebody else's comfort levels and is going to cross a line, you really need to take it upon yourself to come up with another idea of how to accomplish what you want or be okay just abandoning that plan. And... There are times where it might go too far, where um, one person just is trying to kind of take control of a situation, and they want things mm-hmm. to go exactly their way all the time. And that's yeah. that's not okay. But that's another thing that needs to be taken away from the table, it needs to be a conversation among the group. Right. And, um... Mm-hmm. Mm, what point am I trying to make now? Am I trying to make a point? Am I just talking? It's hard to say. The um, <laughs> The importance always needs to be respecting and having a good time with your fellow players more yeah. than achieving something personally cool with your character. And if yeah. you have a character that you know, is, is going to be pushing the line and crossing the boundaries and no matter what, there's no way you're going to renegotiate what they're going to do, even though everybody else is having a bad time. You need to get a different character. You need to come up with something mm. else. Like if you come to a party and they have a, they have a necromancer and you have a character who thinks all necromancers are automatically evil and must be destroyed... Yep. And you are not willing to back down from that or have a conversation or like a character growing arc where maybe some necromancers are okay. Or I made a friend with my necromancer and now we're buddies. You just mm-hmm. immediately have to destroy this other player's character instead of finding a way to collaborate on a story moving forward. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be playing the character you brought to the table. Yeah. If you have a character that is a. Not just an antagonistic in-your-face jerk, but more of like a loner anti-hero type who's going to do his own thing no matter what. Everybody goes to a tavern and you're meeting in a tavern for the first time and everybody else in the party is sharing ale and quaffing and talking about the different adventures they've gone on and what adventure they want to go on next. And the only thing you're going to have your character do is stand in the shadows against Mm. the wall. Glaring at everyone and just (laughs) relying on everybody else to bring them in. You need to bring a different character to the table.
1: You need to have a
0: character that is going to work collaboratively
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. from kind of a meta perspective. Maybe the character himself or herself or themselves, maybe the character really doesn't want to be working with these people and really doesn't want to. Contribute to their own goals, but has you need to come up with a reason for them to go along with it anyway to have a fun Mm -hmm. game maybe your character doesn't like these other people Mm -hmm. But they all have the same goal in common Maybe they don't have the same goal in common But your character can manipulate them into thinking that to getting what they want anyway, or at least your character believes that And it's a it's a hook that's going to keep them involved in the story actively participating with these other characters and if you want your character to be an antagonistic force, you really, it's on you to make that something that other people can work with.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought your point about communication was, one, very good, and two, very important. Because, in my experience, the instinct is to go into this session with this group of people, and everybody gets along. So... Even if, like, maybe my character and Jessica's character, it, just looking at their sheets and their backstories and whatever, wouldn't get along. Maybe we, like, tweak it a little, or, or we just kind of ignore some things. Um, crap, I lost my train of thought, because I'm hearing myself
0: through headphones. I never have headphones, guys. Like, I know, I'm it drives me crazy, too, headphones. whenever I can hear myself echoing in the headphones, and then I just don't. I forget it, what I'm talking about entirely. Exactly. Okay. So
2: I think I'm gonna remove the headphones a little bit and try this again. What point did I start to make? <laughs> uh, about
0: communication away from the table between oh, players. Oh yes, thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: So I think it is very important to have, like you said, to have that conduit open because in any given situation, like maybe my character is the one causing friction. If I'm in there and maybe one section I cause a lot more friction or I, like you said, I butt up against some other characters, phobia or what have you. And then afterward, maybe it bled over a little bit into interperson relationships. It's really good and important to have that like, you know, maybe sort of back up a little bit, maybe my character rubbed up against Jessica, Jessica's character the wrong way really intensely, like, like, so, so much intensity and stuff was happening, I feel like it's very important afterwards for me to go to desk and be like, hey, I just wanted to check, you know, this is what my character was doing, and I know your character doesn't really like that, I want to make sure you are okay, like, I wanted to check in on you as a person, are you still having fun?
0: Right. Um, yeah. Or if, um, if you have, maybe your character has some kind of secret that's going to affect mm. another character at some point. Uh like Jocelyn and I have characters with a secret history, but Jocelyn's character isn't aware of it because her great-great-grandfather took borrowed my great-great-grandfather's sword and when he gave it back it was chipped and then he tried to say that the sword was always like that and my great-great-grandfather was like no I gave you a perfect sword and you ruined my sword what the hell and then her great-great-grandfather was like oh it's not my problem. And then her family never even thought that was worth mentioning. And then my family had the, held the grudge for generations. Generations. Um, but if you're going to have that kind of shared backstory, even if one character's not aware of it, the players should be aware of it. Like that yeah, should be sure. something I should have gone to Jocelyn and said, I have this idea for our characters. What do you think? Instead of like in the middle of, a pitched battle, suddenly I stab Jocelyn's character in the back, (laughs) and it's like, this is for (laughs) great-great-grandpa.
2: Right. I feel like that can even lead to um, even more fulfilling. So, even though these two characters are having this, like, really rough feud beef kind of moment, Mm -hmm. it can make it a lot more fun for the players. So, even though, like, my character and Jessica's character aren't getting along, me and Jessica are having like this super great time in chats outside of session time, like, oh, well, maybe this happened. Like you can just keep embroidering the story about the sword that was chipped. Maybe it wasn't just chipped. Maybe there was a stain and maybe, you know, several generations later we stole it back. And so that conflict can foster when conflict fosters within the game fosters even more
0: fun outside of the game, I think that's the ideal. Mm-hmm. I suppose. But this is something that again maybe Jocelyn and I are getting super excited about this chipped store, sword backstory and then it becomes like a really driving force for my character and it's the only thing I'm really talking about and everybody else is getting like real sick of it.
2: Uh, that's something that's that
0: it would be on me And and maybe Jocelyn, but probably me as the character who won't stop bringing it up, to really take note of the temperature of the room. How are other people reacting Mm. to this? If when I start going on about it, is everybody else kind of checking out and like using this time to look at their phones or go do something else? They're not into it. It's not being a fun time for Mm. everybody else. And you need to kind of tone it down. and and reel it back and let somebody else's character take the stage for a while and give everybody everybody needs to get their moment
2: yeah that's very important yeah in the building of a story Hmm. i suppose did you have uh anything else that you wanted to cover jessica i mean i feel like you covered so much and it was really really good but Um, i want to make sure i didn't miss anything
0: I think it really boils down to checking in with your other players and your DM about is everybody okay with this out of character? Uh, Really being observant on how other people are reacting to what you're doing and being mindful that when you are building up antagonism within the party whether it's the various different ways to be a jerk character, whether you're getting in somebody's face or whether you're just kind of playfully ruining things or (laughs) trying to be a a dramatic loner or kicking the puppies so hard they explode. Um, You really need to be mindful of being part of something larger than just you and your own fun moments that you need to know how is this contributing to the story? How is this contributing to the group? And moving the narrative forward. Am I creating a fun interlude, or am I interrupting the flow? Mm. Right.
2: Yeah. I think that's a good distillation of it. <laughs> Joseph's trying to sneak out, and I'm totally ruined uh, it. I'm a ninja. <laughs> ninja. He
1: was a ninja, but
2: Jocelyn is not. Huh? the bathroom? The right there. No, we're just going to right uh, no,
1: like,
2: sit Okay, cool. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Have fun. It's much more comfy on the couches.
1: Yeah. Enjoy.
2: I'm sure Joseph will let it out this bit later. <laughs> no, nope, yep. Keep it in.
1: All right. Keep it in. <laughs> anyway.
2: Anyway, Jessica, that was lovely. Well, thank you. I, I really like all the thought you put into it and all the very mm-hmm. eloquent things you had to say in your distillation at the end. Well,
0: oh. I just, I love being a jerk. And (laughs) I want people to keep letting me be a jerk. I think that kind of might be part of it. Why I want to gravitate towards jerk characters that really don't need to take responsibility for their actions and can Ah. just kind of do whatever. And then, uh, you know, maybe people just don't take them seriously or their plans don't follow through. I think Hmm. there is some kind of level in roleplay of wish fulfillment where you're either trying to be an idealized version of yourself or get something kind of to be a break from what you usually have to be and like my job is in management and I have a lot of job of of responsibilities to take care of other people and make sure things go smoothly for other people and everything is working out so in my downtime, it's kind of nice to just be a a nasty little person who doesn't care what anyone says (laughs) It doesn't have to be responsible.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: But that doesn't mean that if I had a bad day at work, I could come to the D&D players and be like, all right, my day was tough, so now you're all going to suffer. That's (laughs) that's not cool. (laughs) That's not cool. You need to leave your Mm -hmm. own issues away. And then just, you know, get therapy. It's helpful. Right. right. Your, yeah. table, your table is not your therapist. You don't get to take stuff out on them.
2: Yeah. Exactly. That's another
0: very important point to remember. For sure. So do we have any other questions or things to... I mean, we've talked about it for a lot, but also a lot of uh, that I was, was silences and ums.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I was just say, I think we covered the main points is communication.
0: Absolutely. As
1: long as you're... Co- I mean, communication is so key to doing things that are outside the norm
2: for sure communication don't treat your table like your therapists because that is not their job nope you're there to have fun and um, yeah the the point about thinking about things outside yourself I know as humans we we tend to gravitate toward what's happening with me and in this case with my character and what's
0: you, you know it's all inward yeah, facing I think especially so. when you're just trying to sit down and have a fun time and play a game and if you're like playing a video game or watching a movie or reading a book it's a very you experience it's about yeah, how you are sure. experiencing things and and int- indulging in this media and with a role-playing mm-hmm. game it's an us experience
1: right
0: yeah which is quite unusual
2: i feel like in today's society which again is Part of the charm of D and D, but can also be its downfall if you're not paying attention to that.
1: Very true. I think. Okay. Okay, so I think we'll stop the discussion, take five minutes, and then we'll jump into the game.
2: All right. Yeah.
1: Do you
0: need to use the facilities or anything, Jessica? Um, I. It's not worth it. I've genuinely, (laughs) I have genuinely blocked myself into this room. Ah. Okay. I'll just Come pee on. in the chair.
1: <laughs> it's not my chair, right.
0: so I don't, I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> DeWan's chair, whatever. There you
1: have. go. Uh, yeah, but I give you a... This way it gives you a chance to look over the character Thank sheet a little you. bit. Get yourself familiar, and I'm going to go grab myself a water real quick. And so I'll I
0: okay. kind of remember what was happening. There was a uh, drow involved. Yeah,
2: so I believe where we left it, we, <clears throat> Ian and Alora had, so they'd gone out into the woods, they'd gotten the crown, they'd come back to town, the sheriff was like, oh, there's bad bad juju on this crown, you should take it to this member of the council, or to a member of the council, and then we found a member of the council, I'm a little fuzzy on that part, but like we're at an inn with a member of the council, and then all of a sudden there's like arrows flying and drow in the shadows, and that's where we cut, Okay. I think.
0: Um, so is this, are we currently, like, max hit points, or am I coming into this, like, damaged and sad? Uh,
2: no, I I think we're healthy and rested at this point, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, Jeff says yeah.
0: And then, so you're, like, a college freshman from the sticks. (sighs) Exactly. And I am the campus security guard? (laughs) Uh... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought of it that
2: way, but yeah, right. kind
1: of. And it and you, I've been.
0: I, I'm like I have a noble with... background.
1: Yes. yes.
2: Okay. Your family has been security guarding for years without count.
1: All right. Well, something along those lines.
2: Well, it's like you're noble, but you're newly wealthy, in that
1: how it was going. We out. are a long, no, they're, proud they're, 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 family they're... of
0: mall cops. They're,
1: they're...
0: <laughs> Paul Blart.
1: <laughs> Let's put it this way: you, you know how. And they there. There's the true nobles who are part of the court, mm-hmm. and there's the next tier of nobles. That's where they're at. Uh, we're, yeah. we're they're not quite, no, not quite Upper level. We have. You're to, kind of exactly. upper middle class.
0: We're tra- we have to prove ourselves to society. Essentially,
1: yes, you're, you're, you're definitely
2: you're, nouveau riche. At least that's what Tyler started with.
1: You definitely think. Well, so far the way he's been played, he definitely thinks he's better off than he really is. Mm. He thinks everybody should know who he is.
0: and it, He has had uh, some definite personality arcs Operations. happening. Yeah, yeah. For he's sure. not all there. You know, there. What, you know what? <laughs> His family is like, newer to their situation and he's still trying to figure out like what does it mean to be upper middle class? What do I have yeah. to do to fulfill my obligations and how do I separate my performative aspect with my personal aspect and He's it, going through some stuff. It's fine. It's out. fine. He's figuring himself out.
2: Yeah, for sure. I like it. I like I like the thought you've put into that. But our, our goal was kind of for the character mm. to be essentially schizophrenic. Like, we just wanted everybody to come into him with either, like, no knowledge or, like, but definitely no reference to how the character's been played before. So feel free to do what you will with and right. in, in what's-his-face? space. Well, what is your Sorry, character's defense.
0: name again?
2: Elora Starflower? F- Alora something. Elora? Oh, Elora. Like, Elora. El- Elora. Elora. Yeah. Okay. Elora. Mm-hmm. Starflower. Yes. If I get it Elora.
0: wrong, it's a character choice.
2: I like it. I'll go with it. Oh, oh no. That's not good. Sorry. I hit a button and now it's doing things. Oh, stop it. Okay. <laughs>
0: it's all right. I saved it. <laughs> Am I still recording? Okay, good. I'm still mm-hmm. recording. Oh good! I am still recording. Here we go. Lovely, lovely.
2: So, how is the new job? You said you were still
0: enjoying it. I right? Yeah, I love it. It's super hard. It's really stressful because it. But oh no, it's really great Mm -hmm. Mm because it's like, I mean, at our old job that I will not name
1: right now on a recording.
0: Like um, the stress was kind of manufactured. Oh, uh, yeah. By other people saying, like, we have to get this done now. We have a fast turnover. But, like, the work didn't matter.
2: Because <laughs> there was just more it of it. It genuinely later.
0: did not, nothing. It didn't affect anything or anyone. Um, and mm. now I work with the public school system. Ooh. So it it affects a lot of people, and it matters quite a lot.
2: Molding young minds and whatnot. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm not personally involved with those young minds, but I answer emails about it.
2: Uh, (laughs) Answer emails um, about it. I work in the
0: I work in the communications department for the for the central office that oversees all the all the schools for the city. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a so it's very much every day is really different, and you don't know what's going to happen that day, and some days can get very intense. Ooh. But it's a lot of fun, and I really, Yay.
1: my coworkers
0: are fantastic. Oh, good! I actually talked about RPG in my interview. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. because of the importance of communication in successful RPG. And as we were just discussing, as we were just discussing. Yeah. I used it as an example of a time when I disagreed with uh, a a supervisor. And how I handled that. Because I didn't really have a good example from my work life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: there have been times where, like, something happened in a game. And I did not really agree with what the DM was doing to handle the situation. Uh, so I could talk about that. Yeah, so it, conflict yeah. resolution. Right, conflict resolution. And then I had to... Um, in my follow up interview, I had to explain, like I thought I explained well, what that was in my first interview, and then my follow up interview, some um, one person apparently after I had left my first interview was like, "Uh, so that tabletop role playing game was that like a sex thing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I
1: was like, "No," They're like, "No." I mean, maybe I mean... for some
0: people. Not but me, not though. In this
1: particular not, 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 not not what I that's was. That's not what on. I.
0: That's not what I used as an example in my job interview. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not what the kind intention. of crazies
2: did they have come through there? That that's like. I <laughs> mean, they honestly,
0: um, I work really closely with the HR department that does job interviews mm-hmm. for different positions, and you would be surprised how many people just don't show up to interviews. Oh yeah. Okay. Just, just don't even show up at all. No call, no show, or will wow. call and want to reschedule for the really the flimsiest of reasons. This, none of this is going to make it in, right?
2: No. <laughs> no, we can ask Joseph to leave. Yeah. It
0: hey, Joseph, please don't get me fired from my job. I like it and I need it. <laughs> right. Sorry, um, I was I was yeah.
2: um, shamelessly using this time to visit with Jessica. Yeah, just
0: catch up.
1: No, no, it's fine. Um... The DM
2: is back. All right.
1: Hey, yeah, I'm ready. I'm in water, so I'm good. I'm going to um, have to get used to using Like I said, this, this probably won't be a super long session because I'm still recovering from whatever oh, has hit me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, came out of nowhere yesterday and, and kind of just slammed me today.
0: Ooh, you should get some Tulsi okay. um, tea. Oh, it'll, yeah, yeah. it'll fix everything. Is that that stuff you gave me at work? Yeah, it's a holy basil, but you can find oh, okay. it as, as Tulsi now, and it's in a lot of grocery stores, uh, a lot I of different like... flavors. Or a lemon ginger tea. I like Tulsi tea with a little bit of honey, like a little slice mm-hmm. of fresh ginger, and a little bit of lemon juice. And that'll Ooh. whatever you got happening, it's going to clear it right
1: out. Don't we have fresh ginger right now?
0: We do have ginger. Honestly, we If when we run out of tea... Or chamomile tea with a slice of fresh ginger, or just Sugar. hot water with ginger. Because mm. fresh ginger will just everything's out. Well, I,
1: I know, yeah. yeah we, we used to keep the ginger candies around mm-hmm. for upset stomachs mm-hmm. and things, and those things work like a charm.
0: Yeah, but it's Ooh. also right. really good at clearing out any head stuff. stuff, and it's really good for digestion if it's tummy stuff. I'm not going to ask is. the specifics. But it'll be whatever it is. It's mostly
1: you. it's mostly head and mm-hmm. sinuses.
0: Thank you for the tip.
1: Yeah, we'll have to. You're welcome. Some I have.
0: I mean, you know, I just had like a whole pharmacy in my desk. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> You're prepared for any eventuality. Listen, I get sick really easily, and I don't want anybody bringing that around me.
1: <laughs> I know. And Self-preservation. Now is the worst time of year. It's.
0: I know, especially when. Even though I'm not in the schools, just working with people who are in the schools, mm. we all had to get our flu shots super early. Oh golly! Because it Imagine. it hit hard and it hit fast.
2: Oh, all those child petri dishes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Woof!
1: All right, let's get to the game. He's uh, so, like, it's
2: down to business. Stop talking about last, tea.
1: Last time, <laughs> last time you were meeting with one of the council members. Mm -hmm. to get the crown examined after it had been revealed that there's a curse on it. Uh, Just about at the time she was about to look at the crown. Just ask there. (laughs) And I was going to say, an arrow hit the table and uh, we're going to go ahead and roll initiative.
0: (laughs) Just jump right into it. And um, I believe, as I said earlier, I don't have much D&D experience and it's been a while, so I am a... I am just a baby in a dungeon right now. That is
1: completely fine. Uh, Take that nice D twenty and roll it, and then I'm gonna. I have Ian and Sheet up here too, so I can watch it.
0: You're not a twenty. Where's my twenty? Here you are. The question
1: we all ask. Yeah. Uh, one. One, oh, no. And your initiative modifier is a one as well, so you you actually have an initiative score of two. Yeah, two! So, there you go. A very respectable two. Uh, Maybe uh, I won't
0: use that dice anymore. <laughs> punish that die.
1: And uh, what did Alora roll?
2: Oh, hang on. Oh! Not very much better. Hang on. That's my initiative. This could uh, go poorly. Yeah. Mm. I haven't looked at the sheet in a while. Oh yeah, so I rolled a four and I have an initiative of one, so a five. (laughs) Alright. The DM is smiling. Why is
0: the DM smiling? Uh, (laughs) This is gonna be the last
1: play.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, let's sunset this campaign.
1: That's it for them. (laughs) So I've gotta figure out how this is gonna go. Because uh so as you look around the, uh, the tavern, which I last time I described it, is a multi-level multi, uh, tavern. You mm-hmm. guys are on the second floor with, in a booth. You can kind of see the balcony. Mm-hmm. You see several figures moving around kind of in hooded gear.
2: No free food anywhere for the starving college student. <laughs> no
1: free food. No, this was not a tavern that gives out free food. This was a tavern uh, a little more upscale. I know. This is where the nobles come
2: I'm just lamenting that fact. Oh. You should feel at home here, Ianin, with all your nobility.
1: Well, he did pay for you.
2: It's true. Oh yeah, and I was so excited because Ian hadn't really been too nice to me until
1: this is the first time that Ianin and had and shown like, any oh. kindness. Oh
0: no, it. Uh, you you will have to pay me back later.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so
0: about we had a moment, man. Thought we were having a breakthrough. Yeah, we're having like a really good moment where I am loaning you money. And I then guess. later, you put on my tab. <laughs> you you will pay me back with interest, at ten percent. Um, oh how, no. About how many hooded figures are in here?
1: Let's see. Be... There are five that you can see. Five that we can see. And the first one, uh, the same one that just shot, shoots another crossbow bolt. Oh man! Um, Laura, yep. what is your armor?
2: Hang on. my armor is twelve.
1: So you will take a hit. Girk. Um. Let's see how much damage it's gonna do.
0: Hmm.
1: Gotta pull out my the right die for five damage. Oh, I don't like it. Also, give me a Constitution saving throw, please, because.
2: I just like that even more. That's a D twenty, right?
1: D twenty, and you should have a save score listed in Ooh. the top left.
2: Uh, save score. Oh yeah, the yeah the saving throws. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's been a while since I played. Um, modified twenty. Haha.
1: Okay, so you are fine. It's just a piercing damage. So.
2: <laughs> I only have a new hole in me. It's, it's okay.
1: All right. We'll go to the next one. He's going to also do that. He's going to take a shot at Ooh. Rude. and he's going to roll an eighteen. So you're going to look at the armor class, the shield in the middle of the screen. Yes,
0: I have been hit.
1: You have been hit. Let's see. My, how much my armor class is sixteen. Ooh. Ooh, no. Well, that's going to be for four piercing damage. And if you will also make a constitution save, uh, which your constitution save. You actually have a good one. Uh, what so,
0: dice is the constitution save?
1: It's going to be... everything's a d20 Everything unless a d20. I specify it. All right, a, thank you. Be, 13. Plus
0: four
1: will be 17. Oh, it's plus four? Oh, you, there.
0: Okay, saving throws. If you
1: look, yeah, you see the saving throw yeah. area, you'll... Yeah, so okay. 17. 17. Uh, you are also... Fine. That is a pass.
0: Hey, hey. Well, I'm offended.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you should be. Uh, so, your you council rude. member uh, seeing all of this.
2: Oh, yeah. Hopefully, she can bust out some moves. <laughs>
1: um, she is. So I'm looking to see what she has available to her. What's the right? All right. She is going to try. And she is going to cast a spell. Um, make sure I know how this works. Mm. Immediately underneath the ground of the first uh, hooded figure that shot, vines uh, and weeds sprout from the ground and try to grasp onto it, and it makes a strength save.
2: Jessica, can you hear me? Okay.
1: Which it will fail. Can you hear me?
0: Well, uh, well I don't know. It kind of... sorry. Sorry,
1: I'm, I know I talk away from the mic when I'm trying to think.
0: Um, yeah, I can hear most of it. I hear enough.
1: Okay. I'll so, ask yes, you to the ground, I don't get. ground erupts with weeds and vines, and they grasp onto him and uh, and his fellow... Also fails his save. Yes! And so they are both entangled, um, which means they are restrained. Um, which are A restrained creature, they can no longer move and can't get any benefits from speed. Also, attack rolls against them have advantage, and they are at disadvantage. So advantage means you'll get to roll your d20 twice on attacks against these two. And you will take the higher of the two rolls. So, um, moving on, we have more hooded figures, of course. So many. Well, you guys didn't roll very well. So <laughs> oh, we uh,
0: we were very very surprised, and it's going to take us a minute to figure out what's that's going gonna, on. Well,
1: uh-huh. The next one misses. I can already tell you that. Next one uh, is that's going to be where are. That's also a miss on all yes! three of you. So now it's Alora's turn.
2: That's why these henchmen are henchmen, because they're they're like stormtroopers.
1: <laughs> all right, Alora, you're up.
2: Uh, how far away are they from us?
1: They're on the other. There's three up top on the other side of the balcony. Two of them are restrained. Okay. And there's two below.
2: Uh, okay. I'd like to shoot at the one on top that's not restrained.
1: What are you shooting with? A uh, crossbow. Oh, you have a crossbow?
2: I do have a crossbow. All
1: right, you have advantage because they're restrained. Salt so lick. No, advantage means she's rolling two dice and taking the higher of the two scores.
2: Right. I roll a 12 and a 15, so I'm going to take the 15 and add my plus one to hit, so it's 16.
1: Who are you attacking?
2: The guy across the way is not restrained, but on the second floor.
1: Okay. All right the uh, 16? Yeah. That will hit.
2: Yes. Okay. Right. And then my damage is 1d8. Oh dear, hang on. Uh 1d8 1's oh piercing. So I roll a 5 plus 1, 6 damages.
1: So it's a good solid strike in the arm. Uh he seems to be a little bit uh he's injured but still standing.
2: Such wounded
1: Um, he is going to move, start to move towards you, but, uh, take a shot with his crossbow. And he's going to miss horrifically because of the, uh, shot in his arm. And now we come to Inan.
0: I get to do something.
1: You get Ah! to do something. Laura,
0: did you hit one of the ones that was restrained or yet a third?
1: The unrestrained one that just moved towards you. Okay.
0: And one of these people that we saw hooded we recognized? Am I remembering that right? No, or
1: no? you don't rec- you haven't seen any faces All right, but We have one
0: hit and he is moving towards me Yes mm-hmm. Am I wearing a cape? I think so, actually
1: uh, I think Ian has a cape on I We're mean, gonna go
2: with yes, he has a cape now
1: <laughs> He has one now
0: I stand up with all the authority I have and dramatically nice. throw my cape back over my shoulder to make it billow Ooh. as best it can <laughs> indoors, and I point to the one approaching me, and I cast Toll the Dead for no reason other than I appreciate the dramatics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's Ain't one gonna Yeah, he's got to make his wisdom yep. save first. And he's what probably going to make it. Um, what is yeah. your DC on this? I don't even know what your spell DC is. Hold on. Uh, looking to see, it should usually tell me. Hmm. Oh, yours is an 11. Yeah. Okay. So he's just going to make an 11 on his wisdom save. No, don't do it. Well, Well, he rolled an exactly 11 11. So. Oh,
0: so what happened yeah. was I just stood up and threw my cape around and nothing.
1: Very dramatic. It was very dramatic. Cool. And it's. Super fitting of yeah, Ian's yeah. actions. Alright, so the leader, or the, the the first one that fought, is going to try and get out of the entanglement. He has to pass the uh, strength check, which he does not. So he can no longer, he still can't move, but he can shoot his crossbow at. going can shoot at Ian because of the dramatics.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that hey, was hey. my plan all along to make myself and a target. And
1: he rolled a, a modified 20.
0: Well.
1: And that's going to be for uh, six piercing damage. And uh, Inan, make me a constitution save, please.
2: It's okay. The dramatics were worth it. <clears throat>
0: uh, modified seven.
1: Okay. So you Inan has failed th- nope. this constitution save. So the arrow digs in, finds that chink in the armor, digs in and you feel a, a slight burning on the wound as no, no. you realize that the arrow has also poisoned. Um, and you rolled a seven?
0: Yeah. Modified? <laughs> Modified.
1: Okay, so... Um, I like his incredulity. A seven? <laughs> as, oh, no, I, I needed to know the number. I know, I just thought it was funny. So, as the poison steeps into your wounds, you, you, you begin to lose consciousness, and Ian collapses onto the ground. What? As he's unconscious.
0: Well, thanks no. for having me on. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for having me on. It's been great. Um, I'm trying to keep to up, to up with my hit, hit points. Allora. And that's going to be a, um, a 16 to hit.
2: Um wait. Mm, yeah, that's gonna get me. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh for eight piercing damage.
2: Man.
1: And go ahead and make that con save for me.
2: Uh hang on, sorry. I'm adjusting my points. Uh, man, that's not good at all. It's very not good. Mmm. Ooh, uh rolled a seventeen plus two, so nineteen con save.
1: You're fine. Whew. Um your druid friend moves over to Eden, kind of shakes it so Eden can wake back up.
2: <laughs> Wait, this is the council member? Yeah,
1: councilwoman saying this is no ni- no time to sleep on the job. <laughs>
2: Wake up, uh, Paul Blart.
1: Yeah, pretty much wake up. And she is going to... Uh, at the same time, she is casting bark skin onto Enon. Ooh. Um, or actually, yeah. So that... uh. Well, actually, I don't know if that's going to... Yes, that makes sure that Enn's armor can no cannot be decreased by any point. He'll always be sixteen.
0: Yeah,
1: for uh, until the spell ends, which takes up to an hour. So,
0: well, I I was going to berate her for being a terrible doctor thinking she could just pep talk poison out of me but then she helped me so I, I guess I'll let it slide
1: <laughs> and now they, uh, the two on the bottom are continuing to move towards the stair they're, they're, they're no, now blocking the entrance and you're going to shoot crossbows at you mm. so um, first one's going towards Laura no for a
2: 16
1: yes for another 6 piercing damage.
2: I don't
1: Make a con save. This
2: hurts a lot. 13 plus 2 is 15.
1: That's a pass. Phew. Next one's going to try and shoot the councilwoman. And... I believe that will miss. Yes, that will miss. Lori you're up.
2: So I I took 6 damage, right? Yes. Ugh, ugh, yeah, ugh. Uh, I would like to. Hmm,
1: You still got the one that's coming towards you, that you hit before. Yeah. You could get up in his face if you wanted to.
2: Um, I would first like to cast spirit totem. Um, so I summon a spirit to a point I can see within sixty feet. It lasts for one minute or till I'm incapacitated. Mm. and the spirit creates an aura in a 30 foot radius around that point and can be moved up to 60 feet as a bonus action uh so I have the choice of bear hawk or unicorn and I don't remember how to look up what they do I know I feel like one of them kind of heals things and I think that's I think that's unicorn
1: hold on what what
2: it's spirit totem
1: give me a second
2: oh wait Uh, sorry um Unicorn Spirit lends its protection to those nearby. You and your allies gain advantage on all ability checks made to detect creatures. Well, I don't really care about detecting creatures at this particular moment. Uh, oh, in addition, if you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to any creature inside or outside the aura, each creature of your choice in the aura also gains hit points equal to your druid level. Okay. Mm, I think I might go with the bear because the bear grants to you and your allies might and endurance.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody gains temporary hit points when it appears. I mean, all the people I want to. And then in addition, we gain advantage on strength and strength saving throws. So, we, everybody
1: gets 9 additional 9 temporary hit points. Why do we get 9? Because it's equal to 5 plus your druid level. You're a level oh, 4.
2: I'm a 4. I didn't realize. Yeah. That's exciting. Okay, so so yeah, so it's my turn. And I'm going to cast Spirit Totem. I want to pick somewhere that's going to cover me and Ianin and our ally. Oh,
1: that's fine. You guys are still kind of right around that table, just outside of the booth.
2: Good. So everybody gets the nine extra points, and then uh, Jessica, you get advantage on well strength checks and saving throws. But it's been Constitution is so.
1: But you don't have anything that boosts Constitution, so sadly. But um, that's good.
2: Where are the oh temporary hit points over here? I'm yeah, it does add. have
1: a place for it. And then that's your whole turn because that costs an action to do, doesn't it?
2: Um, I believe so.
1: Yeah, going forward, a bonus action you can move the spirit up uh, to sixty feet.
2: Yeah, hang on. Where did I find it? Oh wait, it's a feature. Um, it should say whether or not. Or a trait or rather. I guess do it one time per as a bonus action. Well, oh it's a
1: bonus action, so you still hey. have your full action.
2: So once per short rest. Sweet, so I cast that. And then I will I think I will crossbow again, because I'm a crossbow out. The the dude that's charging at us. Okay. Or who was the last guy to hit Ian in?
1: Um I don't remember. I think it's the one of the ones that's restrained.
2: Oh, uh. Well, I'm still shooting the guy charging us. Ooh, nineteen plus one to hit, so twenty. Modified twenty to hit.
1: That'll hit. And
2: then D eight. Uh, I roll a five plus one is six damage,
1: piercing. Another solid strike. And it catches him in the ch- right in the gut, Aww. but he's still coming.
0: Oh, I really no. thought you were going to say it catches him in the dick. I was so excited. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I was
1: ready. Um, so he is... Uh, he actually is going to be able to get to Alora this turn. Dang,
2: got it!
1: He's going to swing with a short sword. And that's going to miss. Sweet. And that is uh, his turn. So, Ian, and you're there... And there's a guy in
0: your face. There's a guy in my face. I am a campus security guard. And right now, there is one student. (laughs) (laughs) And by God, I am not going to let my family down and my position (laughs) down and be a bad security guard. And so I am going to uh, use my greatsword on this on this dude go Do for it, it. so oh, that is yes. uh two or no attack first yeah mm-hmm. so your d20 to hit 20.
1: Uh, Ooh, my. that's a natural nat nat 20. so, so you it. will roll your damage dice twice yeah like uh and then I am
0: fire, so. very serious about being a security guard. That's yeah, you are. I got it. I got a, I got a five ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. Uh, are in there somewhere? No. Where the hell?
1: Are you. You're an eight? Yeah.
2: Tis a question players ask often. <laughs> You're an eight. Do you do? Let
1: me What's, happening? Here. What's happening? What's happening? So he's going okay. to roll, you're going to roll, you're going to roll the D6 four times.
2: Oh, what? Why four? That's, I mean, yay, but. It's ooh. a
1: great sword. Two D6s is his default damage, but because you rolled a natural crit. Slick. Oh, I get to double four it? Time. Yeah, you double the, D, double the damage dice. Oh, there's my At least my that's, the we, okay. that's the way, that's uh, the way we've always played it, so. All
0: right. So here's my first two. D6 is a, oh, seven. Hey. Seven. Roll it again. Uh, 11. Nice. 11,
1: and then you're going to add the two modifier, so 7 18. and 11.
0: Uh, okay. Plus 2,
1: 20. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this guy's dead. Nice work. Super dead.
0: Did I kick him so hard he explodes like a puppy?
1: I mean, if you want to, yes. <laughs> he can explode like a puppy with that with that damage.
0: Yeah. All right, so now we All have right. four bad guys that we know of. Two are restrained.
1: Yep, two are restrained and they're still trying to get out of it.
0: And um, then well, second.
1: the first one does.
0: How many how many are damaged at this point?
1: Uh nobody else is damaged. Okay. But the first the uh, the first one is now free. He's starting to move towards you. He'll be a, probably next turn he'll be at you, but you know, he's okay. gonna shoot a crossbow. Don't like it. At Ianen. No he will not. Ha-ha. Hey, hey. Uh, second guy is gonna try and get out. Uh, where's his? And he will not, so he's gonna try and shoot his crossbow at Ian and he will also miss. Now your druid friend is going to cast Shillelagh.
2: Wait, so she rolled lower than us?
1: Huh?
0: The Druid no Alan. no
1: we're back in we're oh we're, okay we like, three oh golly
0: no we, nobody uh, nobody rolled lower than us no. <laughs> it's true you, you had the shocked. one
1: in between you that you guys have now killed so you guys are actually at the full bottom
2: now. oh man Ha-ha. um what?
1: so she is uh she's gonna cast uh she's gonna use her bonus action to cast shillelagh on her her quarter staff.
2: That's a pretty cool one.
1: So her quarterstaff begins to glow with this green aura, as you can see, some Elvish writing light up on mm-hmm. the staff as she charges over to this this guy and is going to attack him with her quarterstaff.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And she is going to hit.
0: Yeah. Sweet.
1: And go ally person. She gets a, she gets. The damage die becomes a D8 instead of a D6. Ooh.
2: Because she hit so fiercely.
1: And she's going to hit him for six bludgeoning damage.
0: I'm impressed by this Mm -hmm. by this woman whose name I've already forgotten. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm not impressed. She does have a name. I'm not impressed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I am not that impressed. Right. To have to remember
1: uh, her name. One of the uh, ones at the bottom is going to try and shoot at you guys. Missed. The other one is going to sh- continue. Then this one's moving into the stairwell so he doesn't have a shot this turn. And now it's Alora.
0: Is the stairwell, sorry to interrupt, but is the stairwell, is it open? Or is it like walled it's, off? It's
1: kind of... It's an open... St- it's not open where you can see it from where you're standing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of underneath a balcony and tucked away in a corner. Okay. He'll be invisible next turn. All right. Darn.
0: I'm so just t- trying to readjust my, my sketch of this layout here.
1: No, you're fine. I, I, you know, it's kind of hard to describe, but... Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Um, so I can just see two dudes, right?
1: You can see th- three of the three? four. Wait, there's, then we kill one. There's the one, one, uh, one downstairs that you can see he's in the open. Right. There's one restrained uh-huh. and the one that's fighting your f- druid friend.
2: But I thought you were just saying somebody was in the stairwell.
1: There's That's the fourth one.
0: Uh, is the one well, fighting help our the... druid friend upstairs or is it along the stairs? Upstairs. Okay.
1: There's Good. two upstairs, one downstairs, and one in on the stairs.
0: Okay, okay
2: well, I'm going to help our druid friend. All right. So I'm going to shoot at the guy, I guess. Shoot at him. Or... Hang on, I could let me see what my dagger looks like, because I know I have one. But how damaging. <laughs> oh, I don't have it like right, Never mind. I don't have a dagger. You have mm-hmm. a quarter
1: staff if I remember. I do Go have on.
2: a quarter staff. Uh 1D six worth of damage. Yeah, well I'm gonna rush in with my quarter staff and smack guy around a little bit, uh, helping our druid friend. Go for it. Oh. Uh Ten plus two
1: to hit, so twelve. That will not hit. <coughs> but you try.
2: Yeah.
0: Attempting to help our lady right. on the council Next here. Next
1: is Ianit.
0: All right. So the one fighting the druid friend, who I do not respect enough to learn <laughs> her name. Um, she are they engaged? Is it close combat? Or... Yes, it is close okay. combat. So they're right up on each other, and then we have another mm-hmm. guy up here, further away.
1: Yep, trapped in the vines.
0: Trapped in the vines, and then one on his way up in the stairwell. Yes. How far away is the stairwell?
1: Uh, it's probably twenty feet.
0: So I can't like get in there and start attacking him. I can just run up to it and like wait. Yeah, you... <laughs>
1: Well, what's your speed?
0: Uh, my speed is yeah. A very good question. And
1: uh, it's thirty feet. It'll oh, thirty so feet. So you you could get in the stairwell with him and probably attack him.
0: I am going to rush blindly into that stairwell and abandon these women up here. Okay. Yeah. Uh. And. Well, once I'm in there I'm gonna ooh, do I have enough room in the stairwell to great sword or do I on, have to on on strike
1: oh no you can great sword. okay well then I'm gonna
0: yes. I'm gonna try it because
1: and... you are you're proficient with it you can use it in multiple scenarios so go ahead uh... <laughs> oh no
0: uh, uh five
1: God, that's not gonna hit uh... so we're gonna say the stairwell per created problems.
0: I there was there was like a, a column there that I wasn't paying attention to and I just kinda hit the column and it ruined my Come momentum down, gotcha. on my swing. All right. I, oh. oh, it would have been so cool. I'm glad I was down here where no one could see me except this guy I'm <laughs> about <much>. to murder <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he won't live to tell but the but tale, like, so you know you're covered. Not right now. Um, I'm just gonna murder him to eventually. That,
1: yeah. So the guy it, that's engaged with Allura and her friend is going to attack. Uh, he's going to swing at um, Elwyn, who is the druid council member.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, don't, how dare you try and make me learn he, something.
1: He missed <laughs> horrifically against her. Sweet. And then, because I'm pretty sure, yeah, that would have missed. And then he's going to try and swing his second attack at Allura. Mm. And that's even worse. So. Yes. Now uh, the guy that's restrained, trying to get out of restrained, he still can't do it, so uh-huh. he's going to take a pop shot at Alora. Nope. Um, yeah, that would be a six to hit. Nope. <laughs> All right, so he missed as well. Sweet. Now we go to Elwyn, who is going to swing with her quarterstaff again. Let's see if she's got anything else she wants to try and do.
2: Uh, magic users. <laughs> yeah,
1: she can't do that in right now. Um, no, nope, Not that one. No, so she's just going to try and swing at him when all else fails that will be i believe that is my 20 yeah that's a nat 20. no that's a good thing that's your friend
2: oh elwyn yeah, we i want... was thinking it was a different guy yeah you want her to said.
1: crit Yay. <laughs> sorry and she uh she's gonna get get a, a hit of 10 blood damage on him do it elwyn so yeah 10 So now we go to our friend downstairs, who's still kind of blocking the entrance. He's going to take a shot. Uh, That is going to hit uh, Allura. Ah. That's a 19 on the die, so... To hit?
0: Yeah, that'll
1: hit. For five piercing damage? That'll come out of your temporary hit points, not your full hit points.
0: Ooh, sweet. I gotta say, this group is extremely disrespectful.
1: (laughs) Right? And make a con save, though. Uh,
0: hang on. Don't worry, if you're poisoned, the druid can just talk you out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're still technically poisoned, you're just not unconscious.
0: Eleven? As long as I'm awake and I ignore the problem, it's not a problem. What's up? Eleven.
1: Eleven, that is... You are poisoned, but you're not unconscious. Okay. So the, the the arrow hits your side. You feel the burning. So you have disadvantage on ability checks.
0: I don't like it. No, the burning is like him. it's like after a really good workout. Like it's invigorating. Like just embrace it. Right,
1: so now to the exactly. to the fight that's going on in the stairwell
0: between me and the column. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, he's gonna try <laughs> and swing the the druid or the the uh, the uh, hooded figure pulls a short sword out and takes a swing at Ian and and that's a 17 to hit, nah. which I believe does it hit. It does
0: hit, yeah. I have 16 armor, so...
1: So he's going to roll, and he's going to hit you for three piercing damage. That does come out of the nine temporary hit points that you received. Okay. So, that, that's...
2: Yeah, my bear keeps glimmering wherever I cast him, looking
1: ferocious. All right. And now, Alora, you are up. Mm. Got somebody in your face.
2: Yep, I'm a, I'm a quarter staff. I'm again so here's the thing I'm a druid and I'm supposed to be good with a quarterstaff and I feel like I've never been good with it (laughs) no okay uh, quarterstaff and that no wait 8 plus 2 to hit it's gonna be 10 which I imagine is not gonna work out does it hit
1: what is it 10? 10 no that's not my hit that's what I figured who's up? Uh, it's going to be Annan. And...
0: I'm going uh, <clears> to <throat> get my sword out of this column and try swinging it again with more mindfulness of my surroundings. Good call. Good call. Fourteen. Ooh.
1: Fourteen, um, that will hit.
0: Yes! Yeah! Haha! Ha, they're nerds. They're weak.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so that's 2d6 plus 2.
1: Yes. Eight, so ten. Alright, good solid strike. Gets a nice slash across the chest. But he is still standing. We're going to go back to the fight on the balcony. Guy's going to strike back at the druid who hit him.
2: Mm.
1: And miss. Yes. Yes. Uh, second drow, uh the one that's still entangled going to try and get out of it. I think Cat's yeah, going to finally do it. Let me see. No!
2: Check. We don't need another one.
1: I just need to check and see what the. Uh... Yeah, that will finally break him out. So he'll start moving forward, In taking hindsight. a shot with his crossbow as he does. Ugh.
2: In hindsight, I could have just gone and smacked him around while he was still entangled.
1: Yeah. Um, that is a what is that they hit? That's a seventeen. Mhm. For another five piercing damage, that should wipe out your temporary hit points.
2: Yes, sadly. And put one.
1: I think one bleeds through. It does. And make another Constitution save.
2: Mm. Oh. Uh, two plus two is a solid four.
1: Now you're unconscious.
2: Ah.
0: Pep talk, pep talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get over here and pep talk me. Well, please. I'm busy and I'm not good at emotions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, I should uh, yes. That towards the... So, Owen kind of L1. catches you as you start to fall because she's next anyway Ooh, very dramatic so she just kind of sits you back on your feet Ooh. and then takes a swing with her uh quarterstaff
2: impressive this ellen character
1: and unfortunately this swing with her quarterstaff is going to miss this turn oh dear because she was busy trying to catch you
2: sorry threw
1: her off balance and the guy at the bottom is still shooting his crossbow, missing this turn.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything up on the second floor that we can use to like cover? Should we have asked uh, this earlier?
1: <laughs> I mean, there are tables all over the place, so flip
0: the table. Oh, maybe I should have flipped some tables before I ran away. Now there's the
1: fight. There's a stairwell fight going on. Yeah. Uh, our our hooded figure is swinging with his short sword. For a whopping fourteen, which uh, does miss Ian. Haha! Yeah. So now it's Alora.
2: Okay, I think. Hmm. Oh, on only one creature. Hang on. Sorry, I'm looking at a spell. I was
1: gonna say I was about to mention you should probably. I you know
2: do. I'm not used to playing a magic-y person. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, I am you- going to cast infest infestation uh well can i see ian and, and opponent in the stairs or no
1: not from where you're standing we a
2: secret okay We're a secret uh okay so i'm going to cast it let's see it's got a range of 30 feet would that reach the guy that just broke out of the what do you
1: yes because he's moving towards you
2: okay cool so i'm gonna cast infestation at that guy okay Uh, It's one action. He has to
1: make a con save. I
2: think so. Um, Yeah, target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Yours
1: is 12 right now. So he needs to make a 12. Okay. Uh, He does not.
2: Yes! Okay, so he takes um, 1d6 of poison damage and moves 5 feet in a random direction if he can move. And his speed is at least 5 feet, which is... So anyway, uh, hang on, so gonna take four damage. Poison damage. And then I roll a D4 to figure out which direction he gets moved in.
1: Alright.
2: Uh I rolled a three, so he moves east five feet.
1: Okay, so he's against the wall now. <laughs> okay. He's moved against the wall. Yeah. Alright. Take that. Ian? In.
0: Uh I would like to uh, yell up to my companions on the second floor, move the tables for cover. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I forgot to mention this earlier, <laughs> but maybe just... Just just an idea. I mean, you don't have to. Whatever. I don't care. Um, and then Drow... Do they speak Elvish or under... something?
1: Uh, under on. Common? They speak both.
0: Uh...
1: I, they probably wouldn't be speaking Elvish out loud, so.
0: I am going to say to the guy I'm fighting in Undercommon, because I don't believe that they would understand me if I spoke proper Elvish, because <laughs> yeah? uh, I have a very, nar- very narrow view of the world. My Undercommon is not, like, great. Uh, it's a little too casual, and I'm going to say to him, bro, what the hell? What? Um, as I swing my greatsword at him again,
2: do it yeah.
0: again. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and uh, uh, him, uh, uh, and I rolled a one, so I, <laughs> I just yell oh, no. at. Bro. That's, right.
1: That's an auto I
0: say, bro, what the hell? And then I just like drop it.
1: Whack the column oh. again.
0: <laughs> Whack. the column again. Schmack. And then as I hit the column, like, my grip, my hands are kind of sweaty, and I lose my grip on it, and I have to grab it again, and it's just, like, really (laughs) awkward and bad, and we all feel embarrassed. Very, very
1: embarrassing. Very embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's not a good time. I'm really glad that they didn't see it upstairs, but now I super have to kill this guy because no witnesses. (laughs) Exactly.
1: No witnesses. Yeah. So now we go back to your, the engagement up on the balcony.
2: So. Our friend goes first, though, right? uh,
1: Large hooded figure takes swings with his short sword. Wait, both has of... he
2: always been a large hooded figure? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, knew they I hooded, thought they but were I don't medium. Know they were large. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's gonna
1: take two swings with his short sword, both of them attacking uh, towards your uh, towards Elwin, not Alora.
2: Elwyn. I keep wanting to call her Elan, and that's not right at all.
1: And there, well, I think one hit. Eh. Yes, one did hit. Oh dear. And. Oh. So that's gonna. Two of her temporary hit points are gone. Plus another. All the temporary hit points are gone. She's got three blue, plus another six. So she's gonna take nine full damage after her hit points are gone. Oh no. And. Yeah. And now his buddy is going to get into the fray and attack Alora with his short sword. Oh, boy. I mean, and he gets a natural 20. Whoa. So he's going to hit Allura for a whopping eight piercing damage.
0: Mm, but, like, what if he didn't? <laughs>
1: yeah. What if he didn't? What if... So, yeah... So he comes in and literally makes a lunging stab right at Alora, and she doesn't see it coming.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm
1: like barely conscious. All right. Um, so, uh, where are you at, Alora?
2: I'm in the brawl with uh, Elwin and the dude.
1: I know. I mean, but I was meant. Helpless. Oh, I've
2: only got three left. Okay. Three hit points
0: believe in yourself
2: exactly pep talk myself out of I it. Yell i yell from the it. stairs
0: not knowing what's going on just sort <laughs> of felt like it needed to happen maybe i'm talking to myself mm.
2: either way you believe in yourself too if <laughs> we all just
0: believe except for well, yeah. maybe the bad guys don't believe in themselves it's not for exactly. it's not for you mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you believe in fairies?
2: Clap, or whatever it is in the Peter Pan play. You have to clap or they die. Exactly.
1: Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think how I want to do this.
2: I like how the DM's trying to decide how to flatten us. Just raffle stomp. No, it's, it's <laughs>
1: Elwyn's turn.
0: How, so it's... how do I want to do this murder?
1: Exactly. How do I What would be the best way? All right. Uh, She's still going to attack with her empowered quarterstaff on the larger of the two.
2: Go, staff. Go. Wait, now we're engaged with two?
1: Well, you have two people in front of you.
2: Oh, because of the guy who came across from the other side? Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: She's still going to focus her t- attacks on the one she's been attacking. And she hits. Mm. And it's this one. Mm. For another... Six damage.
2: Damage.
1: Alright. Um, we go to the one on the bottom... He's gonna start moving to the stairwell because he hasn't seen his buddy pop up yet.
0: Mm. It, and then we're gonna go to the, Don't worry about us.
1: And in the stairwell, <laughs> his buddy is gonna try and. Uh,
2: <laughs> that face is amazing.
1: And he, um, that's gonna be a uh, twenty-two to hit. Oh, uh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No thank you. Okay, that that uh, that will hit my uh, my char- the characters that are running in my long-term campaign. I know it'll hit Ian. And,
0: it does. It uh, does hit me. It very much hit me, and I wish it hadn't, please.
1: So it will take six piercing damage. All
0: right. I'm out of temporary <laughs> hit points.
1: I was gonna say. I think that's gonna drain the rest of your temporary hit points.
0: Yeah. So now I'm back to what I was at before. Yeah. Well, cool. the hit points do temporary.
1: Laura, you're up.
2: Okay. Uh I'm still conscious, aren't I? Yeah, I'm you still are conscious. still conscious. Okay, that's good. You do I, have healing spells. I know. I was going to cast How bad does um Elwen look?
1: Elwyn hasn't been Really doesn't matter.
2: Really, at no. all. Heal She's
1: taking a she's taking a, a couple of hits, but not much.
2: Yeah, can I? I can use it on myself, can't I? Or no? You can. Cure wounds.
1: You can absolutely cure wounds. Can be used on yourself.
2: Okay, I am going to cast cure wounds on myself. Uh, the creature. Do you want a first let's level see.
1: or a second level? Because if you cast it at second level, you'll do more healing. Right. Mm,
2: let's see. You also
1: have a very powerful offensive spell at second level.
2: Hmm, but I don't think I ever prepared. I got Bark Skin, Cure Wounds, and Moonbeam at second level. Moonbeam
1: is your big damage spell.
2: Really? What does Moonbeam do? Silvery beam of pale light shines down in a 5-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it's engulfed in ghostly flames. Whoa. That causes searing pain and must make a constant saving throw. Takes two d10 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. Dying.
1: And right now you have somebody engaged, so then can't move easily without giving up opportunity to attacks.
2: But wouldn't it get Elwin too? If
1: I no, know. it's a five foot. That's just enough space for one medium creature.
2: Okay, well let's let's moonlight this guy here. Hi. Moonbeam, rather. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna cast it.
1: You want to do it on the big guy or the guy that stabbed you?
2: Oh, which one looks rougher?
1: Um, percentage wise, probably the guy that stabbed you. But God, make it personal. Guys, the no, guy has taken it, it. But remember, this is cons con, uh This is a this stays out there, and I think you can move it on your turn.
2: Can I push it such that it would get both guys? No, because it's only five feet, so it's only one right. critter.
1: But you can on on your turn you can use an action to move the beam so you can move it to the other guy after he's gone after the first guy's gone.
2: Okay, well I would like to moonbeam the guy who stabbed me. I'm making it personal.
1: So that's I my girl. Think, um, oh, yes. So it's on his turn. It's not on. But I think when it first comes out, it also it comes into effect.
2: Uh, on each of your turns, after you cast the spell, you can use an action to move the beam. Sorry, that's different. Um, it says, Where? Where? yeah, when they enter the spells area or start its turn there, it's engulfed in or, ghostly flames. So I guess it doesn't happen till his turn then.
1: Still, his turn is towards the top of the order, so. Hmm. And it's Enon. Hello. Who is the bottom of the order. You still got one in your face, you got one about to come up the stairs.
0: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try swinging at this one in my face. Okay, again. Come on, you can do it. I'm, you got I am believing day. in myself. Yay! <laughs> I am believing in my uh, gods. If I do that, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> this is a good time to find religion. So I do. Th- I find religion, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a lot's happening in this moment. I'm going to swing
1: my sword at him.
0: Internally. Go for it. 17. Yay! That will actually hit. Cool. So then, 2d6. Plus two?
1: Yes. Uh, Ten. Woohoo! And he is dead.
2: Oh
0: yeah! (laughs) Ha ha! Pew, 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 pew! This is a podcast. They're not going to see that I'm doing finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, but now that you've told them. finger guns. And I will finger gun signature right. Signature I do. Move. I do phew, want to point out, finger guns are happening in character. Ian and his chest yeah, just saying, killed it, someone it, and is doing it, finger guns, guns alone does... in a stairwell. I love it. I
1: That's I love gotta it. be his celebration move today. Finger guns. Because he knows. What, yeah. Because <laughs> guns great. exist. All right. Uh, going back to the fight on the balcony. The bigger, larger. The, big the guy catches fire. No, this is the other one, the one that you didn't cast it on.
2: Fine. No, I, the bigger of the two. I thought oh, the one did? that stabbed me was smaller.
1: Yeah, you. I thought you went after the one that was smaller.
2: No, I, I did, yes, because I made it personal. Yeah. Right, sorry.
1: So he's going to swing, Forgot continuing his assault on Ellen. Okay. Um, He's going to miss this time, though. <laughs> he's going to miss. Just barely, but he did miss. Sweet. Now it's this guy's turn, and he catches fire. And the beam of light streaks through the building, and he's got to make his save, mm-hmm. which is a con save, right? Yes.
2: Sadly enough, if it were strength, that would be more to our advantage. But what you gonna do?
1: Well, his con save is it doesn't. You're not impacting him. I don't think it doesn't. No, because of the bear,
2: like he uh, would have disadvantage I think Well, or no we would have advantage on strength you'd Never have mind. advantage it wouldn't he, affect him at all
1: but your spell your save DC is 12 he rolls a 9 no modifier so mm-hmm. he fails so give me a roll 2d10
2: ooh me? Yeah. yeah
1: cause you do the damage it's 2d10 uh, radiant and slow. he's gonna take the full swing
2: oh there's a 10 uh yeah I only see the ones so let's roll it twice okay
1: no, that's right.
2: a twelve. That's
1: a, D12. That's a 12? d twelve. That's twelve. No, it's a ten. Yeah, that's 10. a d ten. Tens look like this.
2: Uh, well, guess. that's sad because that was a good roll. Anyway, mm, much less good. And so we got four and seven. Not bad. So eleven.
1: Eleven. Uh, he drops. Yes. So remember, on your turn, you can use an action to.
2: Is it move, an action or is it a bonus action? It's
1: an action to move the uh, bo- move the beam. All right. But you see how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. Elwin uh, is going to continue swinging at the bigger one.
2: Wait, did we skip Eden? Isn't Eden after me?
1: No, that wasn't your turn. That happened at the beginning of the other guy's turn.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah.
1: That's why I said, remember, on your turn, you can move it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why you're the DM. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she does hit... Uh, Sweet. And she hits him for what that three damage this time. Not much, but she is also hurting. That's something. something. Uh, now the uh, fight in the stairwell is going to start to get crowded as the other one rushes up. Well, actually, it's not going to get crowded. You're just taking the place of the other guy. Yeah. I mean, and there's still a at body Ian and, <laughs> yeah, Swinging at Ian and,
0: Sword or fist? Sword. Rude.
1: 21 to hit. Does it. And that's for 8 piercing damage. Okay. Rude. (laughs)
0: Extremely rude. So
1: rude. Allura, you get to... I would go so far as
0: to say that was bogus.
1: Bogus.
0: Bogus.
2: Um... I haven't seen Ian in, in a while, and He's you in... said Elwin is looking like fine, right? I mean, well, she's not
1: fine. She said she had
0: not really been injured. I'm fine. No, she, I'm strong. She took strong that one big hit, and a man, so it's cool. <laughs> it's kill.
1: Cool. Not to mention, you were technically engaged with this guy too. So,
2: eh. well, okay. Um, I guess I will just move my moonbeam, which I suppose is a lot of delayed gratification. All right. To the next biggest guy, whoever the biggest guy yeah. in front of us is.
1: Ian e in. You're up.
0: Hi. So, I am in the stairwell with one person trying to stab me and one dead person. Uh, we will never tell of your we have So, we have three dead at this point?
1: You have three, yes.
0: Three dead. Uh, guy upstairs and then this guy in front one. of me.
1: Two upstairs and two one upstairs, in the stairwell. two
0: upstairs. So then we have two dead,
1: three dead. Two upstairs and one in the stairwell. You dropped one in the stairwell. You dropped one upstairs and one in the stairwell, and Dolores oh, right. dropped yes. one. Yes,
0: I forgot I exploded someone, even though you, that was
1: he turned into vapor. So
0: cool. Um, right, and he's at the bottom of the stairs.
1: No, now you're engaged again. Now we're he engaged. He came yeah. up, but I'm you on in the the, stairwell. I'm
0: higher up than he is.
1: You are, you do have the high ground. I
0: have the high ground. Uh-huh. and as i know from star wars i'm now invincible Exactly. Um, <laughs> can i this is stupid it's so good. i'm gonna do it just um do it i'm gonna uh just like throw myself at him and try and knock us both down the stairs hey uh, I, oh uh
1: this is gonna be an opposed strength check so, we're just going to roll strength of pose, because you're trying to tackle him down, essentially. Uh. So.
0: 20. I'm, not, I'm asking which
1: dice. I'm not saying I rolled a 20. So it's, yeah, it's just a d20. You're going to take your, your strength modifier, which is up at the very Push top of your two. screen. And you see us. So, yeah.
0: I did roll a 20. Roll hey! I am.
1: And because rolled,
0: I have the high ground.
1: He rolled exactly. very crappy, so thematically. <laughs> You tackle him and you two roll down the stairs and you will have him what we call grappled, which means he will have disadvantage on a lot of stuff and you will have advantage on anything against him. So is
0: he um, is he also large, medium, or small? He's medium. I would like to sit on him. Okay. <laughs> I just very I just want that to be just for some flavor. I just want to sit on him. Right. Also, uh, I will fart.
1: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. That is so great. So go ahead and roll your radiant damage. He is going to oh. take half of it this time, though, because mm. he rolled. He passed your. Uh...
2: uh, eighteen.
1: So he's going to so take, take nine. nine. That's not bad. And then. And why he...
2: was he only taking half?
1: Because he passed the con save. Uh,
2: Fire upon him. Yeah, he rolled he curve. rolled a
1: 17.
2: No, I believe you. I'm just I'm shaking my fist at Fate. He's and gonna I...
1: swing his sword back at Elwyn. Mm. twice. Mm. And miss on both. Sweet. So Elwyn is going to swing back at him. hmm uh, that's gonna be. What does she have on her? That's gonna miss him, I think. Yeah, it's gonna miss him. So we go to the guy that's being sat on.
2: Yeah,
0: and farting uh, upon. So
1: Ian and we're gonna have to do another opposed strength check because he's gonna uh, try.
0: Did my fart do poison damage? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I right, let's see. Just, I'll make him make I'm a con wondering. save. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he rolled a uh, 15 on his con save. I think your spell DC is 12, so we're going to say he yeah. Oh,
0: man. Okay.
1: But he's going to roll a strength. Now we're going to roll a post strength again because he's going to try and stand up. Right. I think he
2: still gagged a little though, right? Can we say he gagged some? Yeah,
1: he gagged a little. His eyes watered
0: a little bit. He was like, uh, oh yeah, not my right, best so. day.
1: <laughs> he rolled oh, no. a 16 on his strength.
0: Yeah, what he just that? pops right up. Damn.
1: <laughs> Pops right up but that's his action fortunately he can't do anything else because he has to use his action. Yeah, I did it too. To break the grapple.
0: Oh. All right so you
1: guys are deal. engaged on the floor now. Oh, bye. So we go to Alora. it is your turn. You don't have to move your beam this turn so you can right. heal up if you want.
2: Mm, that's probably good because I'm still down at like three. Uh, so yeah I think I'm gonna cast cure wounds at first level. I regain uh, 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier.
1: Which is 2. So
2: 7 and 2 is 9. That's, That's good. That's much more healthy. Uh, I'm whew, feeling a little better. I was starting to feel fake, getting a little wobbly. I'm doing good. A All
1: right. Doing In.
0: So. He,
1: he just kind of threw you uh, off. Yeah,
0: and he was, he was wanting to stand up. Yes. So he stood up.
1: Yep.
0: And he's wearing robes. Yep. Heavy boots? Tall boots? Uh, we say leather. I would like to uh, swing my sword. Uh, I'm going to go for the backs of his knees so I can try and cut some Ooh. tendons.
1: Try and kneecap him yeah. hard. Yeah, I see what
0: you're doing. Mm-hmm. Hey,
1: we're go for it.
0: Um, I, I just fucking dropped my sword, dude. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm too sweaty. Uh, yeah, I On rolled earth. a five.
1: Yeah, that's gonna miss. All right. Um, what's his?
2: Couldn't tell you. Uh,
1: <laughs> he passed, so he's gonna. You're gonna roll your two d10. He's gonna take half of whatever you roll.
2: Uh. I'm gonna need them to not. Nah. Damn, that's a five.
1: So he takes two.
2: Like that rounding down when it's us, but not so much when it's bad
1: guys. (laughs) And he'll swing his two sword strikes at Elwyn. Uh, And hits with both of them this time. This could be bad for your friend.
0: Mm. I mean, is she really a friend? Like a friend, friend. Yeah. More of an ally. Kind of just an acquaintance. Yeah, a friendly acquaintance.
2: Or a not negative acquaintance.
1: That's going to be 10 slash piercing damage. Oh, no. Oh, no, wait. Is that. No, wait, that's worse. It's going to be 14 oh, piercing no. damage. Because the swords are better than the crossbows. And then.
2: Mm. There's more.
1: Seven. It just keeps five, rolling. Five, so that's 13. And the five is 18. Thurr. More damage, poison damage. And no, Elwyn drops. Poop. She's unconscious. That's not good. She is going to start making death saves. She
0: was so competent, right? We don't have any of that.
1: All right. To the uh, battle on the ground. Short sword misses on his strike. He's still recovering from the gas attack. Hey, Laura, you're up.
2: Um. Will. Hey, did that guy ever catch fire from the last time? He like did. He took beam? half. Okay. Oh, yeah, taking, half. He's just been Sorry. passing, unfortunately. But it's still on him. Like, he hasn't yeah. moved. Okay, then I guess I will... Uh, I think I will try to cure wounds again. Huh. Let's see. I cast this cure wounds the one time. That takes up that spell slot. Okay. I am going to lay hands on Elwyn and I shall cure wounds her.
1: First uh, or second level?
2: I guess second level. Because. Yeah. So, anyway, second level, um, I get. Uh, 2d8. So. I just, oh, no, there's my other one. So. She regains 10. Um. 28 plus your spell... 10 plus my modifiers... What, two? My spellcasting yeah. ability modifier? Yeah. Um, so, 10. She regains 10 hit points.
1: All right, so she's and more awake.
2: I would like to think of it as, like, my hands crackle with energy, and I'm like, clear!
1: I'm just like... Yes. <laughs> All right, Eden?
0: Mm-hmm. I, uh, I... I'm really losing confidence. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, you, your confidence is taking a hit.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, mm. So, I think I'm gonna <laughs> just punch him in the knee. Yay! <laughs> I'm just gonna you just s- go for an
1: unarmed strike?
0: I'm gonna go for an unarmed strike and, like, kind of try and swing my arm, knock him back down so I can get him grappled again. You know what I mean? Get it? Alright. I'm really questioning Uh that religion I found like five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) My faith is not strong, which is probably why I'm doing bad. Go for it. Uh, Eleven. Eleven? Not -hmm.
1: awful. Uh, Eleven does not hit. Uh. Misses. It, he how, I'm ducks right
0: up. here, and it, he's just right there, and i and I'm, I'm, I'm doing, and I miss
1: the sweat gotten in your eyes. No,
0: oh. why am I so sweaty? <laughs> All right.
1: Oh no! All so, right, Alora, roll your uh, damage for your moonbeam, so uh, because seeing uh, that he still can't ha- finish the job has shaken him, and he failed his con save.
2: I roll two D ten,
1: and he's going to take full damage. Let's roll this one twice. Okay, so seven, seven. All right. Uh, a semi-respectable
2: seven.
1: Semi-respectable.
2: So it's now canon that Ian just has like a glandular. He's just—he's
0: so sweaty. He's
1: so <laughs> sweaty. So sweaty. It's so bad. Oh. I need to go look this up because it is now uh, Elwyn's turn and where is it? I know it's in this book. Where are
2: you? you? What are are you you looking up? Just out of curiosity.
1: Don't worry about it.
2: I don't like it. The DM's smiling. It's it's
1: Elwyn's turn. You should be happy.
2: Okay, yay! Yay, Elwyn. So,
1: Elwyn wakes up because of your healing, Allura. Oh, yes. And. The drama? She's visibly peeved. Peeved. At this point. And uh, her eyes begin to glow green, and she begins to change, taking the shape of a bear. So wait. And she slashes out um, because the bear. Sh- so she is multi-shift sh- cha- multi into okay. a bear. Okay. Um, when that happens, you take on the stat block of the bear until you either change back or hit points go down. Right. So she now has the hit points of a black bear, Sweet. the armor of the black bear, plus all the. Uh, Attack characteristics. Yes. So, um... The bear can Attack has a multi-attack. Makes two attacks, so... She's gonna attack both of them at the big guy. And miss with both.
2: Uh-uh.
1: I mean, she rolled horribly. Back to the fight on the floor... Okay. The uh, hooded figure who's <laughs> gonna try and attack back at Ian, and and this is becoming a comedy of errors down there. Oh, I hope he's swinging what, wildly.
0: Oh,
2: uh, in my sweat.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Do it, Laura.
2: Your puddle of sweat that's collected on the floor. Um, dude still hasn't moved out of my moonbeam. No. Yeah. Hmm. You can't
1: really move too much.
2: Okay, and so we saw three guys we're dealing with, or two guys. Two guys. Two guys.
1: One that can't get hit, and the other one is just taking consistent damage from you. Right.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have I got any ball bearings in my equipment? <laughs> 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 Hang on, let me just check. Uh, no, sadly, I have no ball bearings. <clears throat> I think that's more of a rogue thing. Uh. Mm, I. want to. Sorry, that was an awful noise. I guess I'll just quarter staff the sky again.
1: At least try.
2: Yeah, something like that. No! This guy's getting
0: punished.
1: All right. Inan, go back to you.
0: I don't even know anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should have tried to talk I mean, this out or...
1: You could always try your, uh, your, <sighs> your Toll the Dead or whatever. You know what?
0: Know. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to Toll the Dead, but it's not as cool as the first time. Like, my cape's ah. not following. It's just kind of tangled up behind me. Maybe it's, like, wrapped around my leg. I'm not standing up. I'm not pointing. <laughs> I just I just do it. Whatever.
1: Okay. So the, you, I don't have it in front of me, so tell me what Toll the Dead does again. i got to make out what.
0: <sighs> Wisdom save. Uh, All
1: right. I think uh, it's at 11. Fo- yeah, 11. Oh, he totally made it.
0: A bell rings and then nothing.
1: <laughs> nothing <laughs> then happens. Nothing. Uh, Eventually, Alora pointed move a creature I see there, within range. The sound
0: off. of a dolorous bell fills the air around <laughs> it for a moment, and then I just right. sweat.
1: Roll your two tip. He, <laughs> he did pass his constitution save, so he's only going to take half.
0: Okay, he's
2: uh, going to take oh half a nineteen.
1: Half of 19. 19?
2: 19. So 8. Ah. No, that's 16. Half of 16. 8. So.
1: 9.
2: 9 twice is 18. So 9. Yeah. Because 19 is Such a long,
1: long comment. Alright. Uh, he's going to take his two swings at the bear. Hits with 1.
2: Due to possibly the lubrication of Ian and sweat. There's just like a trail, like a slug trail of sweat down the stairs.
1: <laughs> or. At least I think that's how it should go. Alright, so the bear is still standing barely. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> the bear is going to swing back.
2: Right, right.
1: I think he's actually going to hit.
2: The bear oh is barely day. standing. Ha
1: ha ha. Bear hits once. With his claws. And that's going to be. 7 plus 4 is 11. And he is going to drop this guy. Hey! Or the she. So now we go down to the. So now we go down to the floor again. This wonderful f- sloppy fight. Oh, he hits. No. Direct contact. No. No.
0: That's not our thing, bro. We have like a he's whole gonna get you, thing, bro.
1: He's going to get you for uh, 10 piercing damage. Uh,
0: oh, it, this is a problem now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alora, you can move your moonbeam up to 60 feet, I believe. Which I
2: believe, but... Well, I guess the bear's doing pretty good with that guy, right?
1: Well, the guy's dead.
2: Oh, the guy's dead. There's only dead.
1: one standing. The one on the floor.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah. So The one that I'm just gonna,
1: stabbed Inan in the chest. I'm going
2: to moonbeam the crap out of that guy because he's so messing with my the friend. So you're going to move the moonbeam over to him. My so sweaty friend. Yes. Moonbeam's
0: going right. over there.
1: Inan, you're up. Uh.
0: So we just have one guy alive at this point? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he is currently in a moonbeam, and also he stabbed me. Yes. Yes. Take it he stabbed me. you hard. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, maybe we should keep one alive to interrogate them, but like, also, I don't like he it. He dies. He dies. So.
2: <laughs> Sweet.
0: Just something to think about. Anyway, I'm gonna take a nap. Oh no! (laughs) In my sweat (laughs) and blood, Uh,
2: (laughs) just general fluids.
1: So the bear reforms into your druid friend. Sweet. And see if she can do this.
2: Like run down there and punch something?
1: No, she did not. She she was trying to do something else, but it didn't work. So. It's oh, uh, his turn, so we're just going to give a roll. He fails his con save.
2: Yay, so he's going to take seven damage. <laughs> Sadly.
1: And he's going to swing it in it. And hit. Bro. Very hard again.
0: Really? Bro.
1: He's inspired now.
0: I didn't even hit uh-huh. you when I could have. I just want to make that known.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I just gave a speech.
1: Get, gonna get you for seven. <laughs> piercing damage.
0: Oh no. Hi, my How name is Ian it? and I have one hit point left and I'm about to sweat ah! it out.
1: Laura, you're up. <laughs> oh no. Uh,
2: if you um, have
1: any other offensive spells, now would be a good time.
2: Yeah, I think... Uh, I would like to entangle him. So... Yeah. It's the thing that... Um, what does it say? What's her name? I did yep. earlier.
1: So he's going to make a... You could do infestation, too, if you wanted to.
2: Well, No, because entangle is a first level. Like yeah, I
1: should... infestation's a cantrip.
2: Oh, yeah. I will infestate at the guy.
1: All right. So he's got to make a... What kind of save? Constitution save? Yes, I think so.
2: Hang on. Uh, yeah, con save.
1: Well, he failed miserably. Sweet. So.
2: he's going to take six poison damage.
1: All right, how do you want to do it?
2: Yay! <laughs> so, the bugs and awfulness fly out of my hands, and shoot from my palms, it's curving down the stairs, following the track of Ian in sweat. And <laughs> <laughs> and lock up because Ian is still kind of pro, so they just lock onto this guy, like, and he falls over dead, slipping over as dead. a final indignity in the sweat and just like slamming his head into the floor. All right, that's it for him.
1: And that's where we're gonna stop because <laughs> <laughs> uh, victory. Good job. Um, uh, and we will uh we'll pick up there next time. Uh, you want to wrap us up jocelyn
2: uh sure thank you so much for coming on jessica
0: well, it was lovely having you thank you for having me i would be happy to come back sometime if we think of something right. else to talk about and i'm glad Absolutely. i got to make the lore of your game just a little sweatier <laughs> hey,
1: just i Just a little it. bit
2: better awesome thank you so is this where we all do the huzzah right
1: right huzzah, huzzah!
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before you leave, we would like to say thank you to Bookshop Media and our marvelous friend Joseph, who runs it. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, he's pretty active on Twitter, so I'd probably go with that one. And then us at Geek Renaissance. You can find us also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, email. <laughs> the, at, what is it? Renaissance at gmail.com. We promise we're checking it more often now. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that's it. We'll see you guys next time.